Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogana Rafael. Today we're discussing taking pride in your work. Taking pride in your work is not always an easy concept to wrap our heads around. Perhaps the best way to go about this is to talk first about what it's not. The pride we're talking about is not the kind that puts us at odds with Jesus, whose sinless character he himself summed up in these words, I am gentle and humble of heart. It's also not the arrogance that comes from an overestimation of oneself. Rather, it's the feeling you get from the sort of job you do when no one is looking. It is striving for quality, not because your customer or your boss or your peers will judge you if you don't, but because that's just a standard you hold yourself to. It's responsibility, initiative, and enthusiasm. I think no matter your salary or your educational background, it's what dictates whether or not you love your job or you hate it. And I think it usually correlates almost exactly with whether or not you see yourself as an active agent of change in your career or a passive powerless spectator. While there is no call for being prideful about ourselves, there is a desperate need for us as Christians to take pride in our work. As here Lewis pointed out, God not only wants us to do good works, he wants us to do good work. When God began to create the world, the Bible records that he took pride in his work. At the end of the third day of creation in Genesis 1.10, and I quote, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. He did this throughout the creation period. On the sixth day, he took a step backwards, reviewed all that he had done, and took great pride and pleasure in the outcome of his work. Here is how the Bible puts it in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. Quote, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. End of quote. When our Lord made wine from water, it was so good that even the wedding director felt the need to comment. Unfortunately, in most churches, we have confused sinful pride about ourselves with godly pride in the work we are called to do. The right balance is of course struck by our Lord Jesus. He made the best wine, but used it as a sign, which is what John's Gospel calls it. A sign that God's kingdom was coming in its fullness. Outstanding work is a signpost pointing to God because it manifests the goodness and the overflowing excellence of God's kingdom. The fact is, it's not bragging if you give God the credit, not just in public, but in your hearts of hearts. Excellence and achievement does not give us bragging rights against others, whether as a teacher, artist, doctor, or whatever a particular area of good work might be. Instead, St. Paul's command guides us. It says, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. We have reasons to be proud of what we do in the high calling of our daily work and reason to be humble since it is God who works in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. We'll take a break here and I will return shortly. Yeah, I 
looking good and pictures after we be crying Make me think of how it feels to crucify Messiah Yes, you are from Adonai, Ibn Elohim David, sing a song for me like 51 A 23 and the one that I've been sent to be Foreign language, what you're talking don't make sense to me Heart beating, I've been praying for a steady one Registration, I've been pending as a ready one I've been thinking that the last boss already called And I've been thinking in the last days the game ends Then back to one Come on, bless us to the really high Or the light I can see we could really die It be looking good in pictures after we be crying It made me think of how it feels We can call him yes, you are from out of nine Ben David, sing a song And I've been turning into something I've been sent to be Talk my language, what you're talking don't be sense to me Welcome back. The professional who doesn't take pride in his work is the one who moans about the daily grind and feels that life begins and ends on the weekends. He will turn in a lackluster work just because it is due on his boss's desk by the end of the day, or worse still, he will miss the deadline completely. He may claim he's doing his best, but he won't pay any attention to the goals plans and statistics about his work that will paint him a real picture. The Christian who doesn't take pride in his work isn't a wholesome influence on his colleagues, his peers, his spouse, or his kids. To be fair though, as technology advances, as more of our output are in digital form rather than physical, as we are sucked into larger and larger corporations that are so big it's easy to get lost and feel alienated in them, as we earn salaries that largely depends not on our output, but on the time we spend in the office, we forget what our work even looks like. We can't feel the tangibleness of our deliverables in our hands. We forget that our output even matters, so we can't take pride in it because we have lost sight of what it is. Our digital age may make keeping in touch with our tangible good that results from our work a bit more difficult but it doesn't make it impossible. What actionable step then can we take to put ourselves back in touch with our final product and our role in making it happen? Let me give one or two suggestions. First, start with why. Inject meaning back into your work by really thinking about why you're doing it. Realize that your creator, your customers, your boss, your family all need you to do this task and that the smooth flow of things in your company depends on it. For example, you might not love having a chat with one of your team members about being late to work every day, but you've got to do it if you're going to take pride in your work. Why? Because you realize that your supervisor has entrusted you with supervising others within the company and needs you to step up and be a strong leader. That employee needs you to give her a wake-up call about her lateness and lackadaisical attitude towards work before she's fired for it and your family is counting on you to do a great job at work so you can continue to provide for them. When in doubt, go back to why. Every task has a purpose, and purpose drives passion. So remind yourself of the purpose of your work anytime you feel like doing less. Your action step for this week? Every time you are dreading doing a task, stop for a moment and dig a bit deeper into why you're doing it. Appreciate this small task 
as part of the whole. Next, take responsibility. What does a Navy SEAL do when facing failure? He sure doesn't blame it on his team, a lack of information or lack of resources. He takes responsibility for his actions and bucks up. That's what best-selling author, also retired Navy SEAL, Jaco Willing talks about in his book, Extreme Ownership. Take responsibility for your team's action. Fail bravely. Because I promise you, employers would much rather you take responsibility for your team and their shortcomings than point your finger in any other direction. Try it out and you will enjoy the greater sense of maturity and personal growth because of it. Your action step for this week? Read a book that inspires you. Or book an appointment with a mentor who inspires you and ask them about what inspires them and how they keep all cylinders firing. I hope you found today's content rewarding. Do enjoy a glorious week ahead and see you next Monday.